NBA Australia here again. You good? I bloody well hope so, because it's all best Chrissy, bro. That's right. Thursday to 7.22 here on NBA Australia. It's episode 869. Nice. Uh, welcome to NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of Code Bets. Uh, I'm on Fox Sports Lab NBA. Uh, I'm in the paper. <laughs> what else? All the other good stuff. Either way, I'm here in Larry Armour Studios hanging out. Avoiding the rain, avoiding the thunderstorms, hanging out and giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA season. I'll tell you what, it's getting hairy. It's getting hairier than the big fella, Sandy Claus. That's right. Uh, we're here repping Australia a bit. That's what we do. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Fun day today. The Knicks got busted. You got that. Uh, the Warriors are a mess. <laughs> oh, jeez. The Suns have a new owner, apparently, or at least have agreed to that. And uh, we have Christmas. That's right. So we've got a massive Boxing Day slate. This will be our last show before Chrissy. Because, you know, it just gets a bit chaotic the next couple of days, doesn't it? Yeah, tell you what. Uh, so we'll preview the Boxing Day slate in depth for you. And uh, we'll have the game wraps from the last couple of days. We've got That's on an iPhone, mate. No, mate. Spot on the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. We've got Dick Out of the Week. We've got some Yeah, Nas. We've got the Unpopular Opinion of the Day. We'll get our back takeouts. We were serving up a Flame Girl take. I think there's an Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Award. We'll do the Australian Player Watch, and we'll finish off with the Christmas Bangers. That's right. Cooking with Bainesy, the Chrissy Special. It's an oldie bit of goodie. All right. Episode 869. Let's bloody well go. This is Joe Ingalls. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. Especially for Charles Barkley. Them mocking him the other day for his voice was pretty funny. Uh, And also just dumping a bunch of snow on Chuck is always great. Right, let's start today's show. The way we start every show here at NBA Australia with a daily... Whip around, oh, Jimmy, I get it. It's a whip crack sound, yeah, it's a good one, eh? Yeah, no shit. Ah, right, Bob Sava on his bike. This is big. So the Suns have a new owner. Love this. Like, they've been, like, hamstrung time and time and time again by, uh, I don't know, the shitty ownership. (laughs) That's probably the nicest way to say it. Uh, Matt Ishbia has agreed $4 billion uh, for the Suns. Keep an eye out for like the percentages and stuff on that because that's kind of like the price that he's parting ways with. So let's see how much that actually involves in terms of owner stakes, ownership stakes and everything. Um, that's a lot of money. $4 billion, obviously. So we'll find out that, uh, you know, whether he and his brother... It's going to be more than 50% of the team, obviously. It includes all of Sava's interest plus a portion of that of minority owners, a.k.a. we're buying you guys out as well. Sold your bikes, pal. Blows out the uh, Nets 2.35 bill. 2.2 for the Rockets, the Tillman Frittata Frittata bought. And the uh, 2 bill, the Bormer got. That looks like it's cheap now, doesn't it? The Clippers buying them for 2 bill in 2014. Yeesh. Either way. I think the most important aspect of this is, A, it boots Sava to the curb and fucks off a shit owner who doesn't want to spend and has always been cheap, frugal, crappy, and just a horrible dude to be in charge of a franchise. Now you've got an invested rich guy who might, I don't know, try to do the right thing, not sell draft picks for money. 
keep dudes, not alienate people, not be a dick just for the sake of it, seemingly. Anyway, so that's pretty big. Kind of love it. Uh, other news, all-star voting is open. That's pretty good. Exciting times. Do you reckon the Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis, gets the nod? I bloody well hope so. Did you realize that like one of Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Jason Tatum won't be like a starter out of the East? Because they're, they're big swings. Yeah, wings are big shit. It should be tough front court, isn't it? Front court. Yeesh. Just make it positionless. Who gives a fuck? It's the All-Star game. Anyway, uh, just make sure that you vote for Tyrus Halberton because that'll piss off Wally Serbiak even more. Uh, interesting stuff about that Donnie Mitchell Q&A with uh, Mark Spears. Um, it's like... This has been sort of frothing off over in uh, the Utah Twitter for a while. And, oh, well, if he didn't like it here, he could fuck off. It's like, all oh, right, you idiots. If you're not going to listen to somebody who's got some actual, like, very, very clear and obvious qualms with uh, a fan base, with um, a place, and if he doesn't feel represented in the crowd, like, you should maybe listen to that. I don't know, rather than go, oh, well, if he didn't like it. He can fuck off like he was supported by all of us. It's like, yeah, but obviously uh, he came out and said, it's no secret there's a lot of stuff that I dealt with being in Utah off the floor. If I'm being honest with you, I never really said this, but it was draining. It was just draining on my energy just because you can't sit in your room and cheer for me and then do all these different things. I'm not saying specifically every fan, but I just feel like it was a lot of things. A state senator not saying, uh, saying that I needed to get educated on my own black history seeing black kids getting bullied because of their skin color, seeing a little girl hang herself because she was getting bullied. Man, it was just one thing after another. And I will say it's not the only place it happens, but for me, I'm continuing to be an advocate for racial equality and to receive the amount of pushback I got over the years, it was a lot. And for a fan base to be like, then take a look in the mirror, see what you can do better. And you can imagine for a young black man, you know, if he's not, feeling comfortable, and even if, you know, even, even if it's portions of the fan base, you got to figure out why. You know? Tough scenes, tough scenes. Anyway, Donnie Mitchell feeling pretty good there in Cleveland, I'll tell you that much. They are cruising. Um, Other bits of news. Uh, how's Landry Fields? How is just the rocket rise of uh, Landry post-playing career? He's basically like the head of basketball ops now for Atlanta because uh, Trevor Schlenk is moving into a senior advisory role after six years, according to Woj. Pretty crazy. So Schlenk is the guy's like, oh, we're going to make, you know, Golden State East and then traded Kevin Hoyter away, got in DeJounte Murray, let Trey Young just be a shit bloke. <laughs> so great job. Great job, Travi. Anyway, let's do some game wraps. Good times. Game wraps. Game wraps. That's right. The game wraps last three days. Uh, if you throw back to Monday. Uh, the Cavaliers. That's right. Cleveland. Cleveland. Beat the Yaz 122-99 in Donnie Mitchell. That's why this came up, right? So he's on a set down. He's playing against his old team. Uh, Cleveland just fucking killed him. They are on a roll. And this is the thing. When you got that size, when you got that size on your side... Mobley and Jared Allen. Uh, all their starters went in double figures. Uh, yeah, 22 from Chetty the Jetty off the uh, bench. They were just cruising. They shot 61.5% the Cavs. 
15 to 26 from three. That's 57% from the uh, from three-point land. I'm no math magician, but that's a fuck ton. Jesus. Anyway, Cavs killed him. Hell of a statement. Uh, the Sixers outlasted the Raptors in overtime. Nobody scored in that last two and a half minutes of overtime, and it was a fucking punish. Tobias Harris came out there and hit that three. I think it was like two and a half minutes to go. And uh, that was it. <laughs> Tobias Harris got his 21 points. Thanks for coming. He's 35 mil. Anyway, good job, though, by the Sixers. Raptors were absolutely itching to get one. They did not. The Hawks held off the magic, the fast finishing. My beloved Orlando Magic, 126-125. Fultz was looking awesome in that one, 24-9. Trey had 37-13. Uh, Hawks nearly gave up the ghost. But Junta Mara was too good down the stretch. Uh, the Spurs beat the shit out of the Rockets because fucking why not? 124-105. <laughs> the Rockets are like, hey, here's a good opportunity to tank and get one more loss than the Spurs and tag them with a win. Because that means the Spurs now were 10-20. Rockets fell to 9-21. The Mavericks got beat by the uh, Wolves. That was a pretty funny one because uh, this was the game where Luke is getting tossed. Uh, 19 points for him. Shot 5 of 17. Uh, you saw J-Kid get tossed as well. Naz Reed at 27-13. Absolutely just dominating. Pretty funny. Anyway, these refs, man, i got to tell you. Seriously, just some of the shit that they're tossing him out for is just fucking chaos. J-Kid confronting the refs, probably not smart, but here we are. Bucks beat the Pelicans, 128-119, thoroughly outplayed them. Um, this was a handling, too. Giannis had 42-10, and 18-11 for Giroux. 37 for my name is Jonas Valanciunas with 18 rebounds, but they kind of kept a lid on Zion. He had 18-7, that was it. CJ had 31, but wow. Big win for the Bucks on the road. Did the damn thing. Gave him the clamps. Ran over the top of them. Thunder beat the Blazers on a shy red. A good Alexander game winner. And then Thunder beat him again today. Hilarious vibe. Shea had 35 in that one. Beautiful game winner. God damn. Just nice little mid-range jumper. And the Suns thoroughly spanked the Lakers. Won 31-04 without LeBron James or Anthony Davis. Uh, because, I mean, why wouldn't you? They don't have LeBron. <laughs> they don't have AD. They're going to get fucking straight. What are they going to get killed? They're going to get killed. So he got straight killed. You bets to believe it. Right, yesterday, Yaz beat the Pistons uh, on a back-to-back. Very handy. Lowry, that's a girl's name, marking at 38. Crushed it. Did the finisher. Uh, the Bulls beat the Heat. Big win there. 113-103. You love to see that. And the Knicks kicked the shit out of the Warriors. 132-94. Not a great couple of days for the Warriors. 132-94. And it wasn't even that close. <laughs> Jimmy, that's not close. No. No, it's not. It was bad. It was very bad. The Wizards beat the Suns. No Devin Booker predicted this one. Uh, at least in my column, if you read that yesterday. And the Nuggets beat the Grizzlies 105-91. Just Joker with a 13-13-13. Plus minus a 13. Love it. And then today, big slate of games. Absolute havoc everywhere. The Cavs beat the Bucks 114-106. Just... Unreal. 45 and 14 for Giannis. 36 for Donnie. Hammer and tongs. Bucks tried to pull him in. Cavs hold him off. Big win. Sixers beat the Pistons. 113-93. Joel Embiid goes for 22-10-6. Crushed him. The Bulls. Oh, just soon me on a back-to-back. Gets the, uh, what, the DeMar DeRozan there. Missed air ball. Throws it back up and in. Love it. 
110-108. Pacers beat the Celtics 117-112 because the Celtics are a basket case. Tatum's getting all angry. I thought that was a foul. Everyone's like, I don't know, don't get down 29 and then have to rush back. Just saying. Big win for the Pacers. They're 16-16. Nets put up 91 on the Warriors. Jimmy, was that the entire game? No, that was the first half, friendo. 91 and a half. That's the third most all-time. The Warriors, uh, not great. Not great. Anytime you give up 91 and a half, just saying, probably not ideal. Raptors beat the Knicks, snapping the Knicks win streak and the Raptors losing streak. Isn't that nice? Did you predict that, Jimmy? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, Six straight losses for the Raptors comes to an end. Eight straight wins for the Knicks comes to an end. Because Pascal Sikkim Siakam dropped bloody 52 over at MSG. How do you like them apples? Say the Canadians. The Magic beat the Rockets in a replay of the 1995 NBA Finals, 116-100. This is Palo Bancaro, the number one pick in the NBA draft. You might have heard of him. And uh, the number three pick, Jabari Smith Jr. Didn't have a great one. 10-5 and five for Jabari. Palo thoroughly outplayed him, 23-13. and 13. He's a fucking weapon. I love this Magic team. The Mavs held off the Wolves to get back up to 16-16, Luke Doncic was massive. 25-9-10 for him. As mentioned, the Thunder beat the Blazers in just a seesaw affair down the stretch. Shea goes for 27. Giddy misses the game winner, but just rebounds fucking out the wazoo for the mopped-up mumba. Causing havoc left, right, and shenna. Yeah, 13-6-6. and You love to see it. Uh, same time. Wasn't really running today. 16 points on 19 shots. Jeez. The Thunder are just a bad matchup for the Blazers. Too many just wonky dudes who can cover defensively the uh, small backcourt of the Blazers. And boom, here you go. Uh, the Kings ship pump the Lakers. LeBron James at 13, uh, 31, 6 and 11. But the Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis, 13, 21 and 12. I love him. And the Clippers beat the Hornets because they're shit. Shit house. They stink. I mean, seriously, they're horrible. There's no other way to put it. This is horrible. There's no other way to put it. That's right. 8 and 24. Right. Let's do an NBA Australia Pro Performance of the Knights. What do you reckon about this one? Hey. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. I mean, Tyrese Halliburton had himself a pretty good game, didn't he? He had 33 and 8 in 34 minutes. Larry Markin had 38 yesterday. That was pretty good too, man. I'll uh, tell you what, though. The Suvlaki King today was pretty bloody good, too. Uh, Jonas, I mentioned his 37 and 18. Sabonis had 28 and 23 against Charlotte in that game that I mentioned at the uh, start of those raps. The game that Sacramento lost because, oh, geez, that was a bad one. Yeah, it was a bad one back on Monday. Oh, boy. Uh, what else, though? There's a couple of other good ones. 42 for Giannis. I mentioned that one, the 42 and 10. Whatever. That was on Monday. Larry's 38. Good stuff. 35 and 10 for Jar yesterday. Uh, as Memphis lost to Denver. 13, 13, and 13 for Joker. You love to see that. But seriously, 50, uh, what was it? 45, 14. Yeah, 45, 14, and 4 for yards today against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland! That's right. Just not good enough, though. This is going to go to Siakam. He has had himself an amazing year, and you just barely would have heard about it because the Raptors have been so scratchy. They're 52, 9 and 7. Shoot 17 to 25 from the floor, 16 of 18 from the free throw line. 
He's had a great fucking year. He's averaging 25 points, 8.6 rebounds, and 6.8 assists. That's unbelievable. He's absolutely crushing it. But because Toronto have been so scratchy and weird, it's uh, sort of hard to get like a real good handle on how good he's been. He had 13, 38, 15, and 6 against the Sixers the other day. Like, he's been bloody good. So there you go, Siakam. Goes absolutely ham. Career high. You love to see it. I mean, just the way that Siakam is playing, it's kind of, what? The way that he goes about, I think that's the, what, LeBron, Steph, and Harden are the only active players that have 50-plus at MSG. And he's only the fifth Raptor of a 50-plus game too. So, good stuff, Siakam. Love to see it. Who was Spud of the night, though, Jimmy? Spud, 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 no wonder the Celtics got fucking smashed by Indy, bruv. Uh, Max Struz, 1-9 against Chicago. Malik Beasley, the other super cool bees, 1-10 against Cleveland. Oh, God, that's horrible. Seriously. Cleveland! That's right. Uh, but look, we're going to pour them out because it's the holiday season. Thanks for everybody rocked up because Eric Gordon, Herb Jones, Keon Johnson, and Kevin Werder. Oh, shot! That's my own little present to myself. 3.11. Kevin Huerta might be in 3.11. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's good. It was old mate, no mates, Jimmy. Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? Tim Matter, Rosen airballing the game winner. Luckily, Ayo was there to clean it up. That's a fun chat on the bus back, isn't it? Thanks for the past, Demar. Fuck you, Ayo. <laughs> Shut up, kid. <laughs> Tough one. But my favourite old mate, no mates, is Robin Lopez taking any opportunity he can to shit on Brooke Lopez. That's a flop. He's an actor. Love it. Absolutely love them going hammer and tongs in that game. Fun as shit. Cavs Milwaukee hooked me up. I could go a series of that. What a great matchup it was. But yeah, anytime you've got the low pie shitting on each other, it's just great. Pantsing of the night. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Green's older than, like, God, and he jammed on, like, all of the Grizzlies. It's pretty good. But also the Nets, without Kyrie, rung up 91 on the Warriors in a half. That's a pantsing. Like, it's literally the third most in a half ever. That's, like, all of the teachers lining up to Dak you in front of everybody. Like, it's just, seriously. They were down 40 at halftime. That's the largest halftime deficit by a defending champ ever in the history of the NBA. Oh, that's a pattern. Also, Wally Serbiak being fucking dunked on. Loved it by Tyrese Halliburton. He's like, who the fuck? Wally Serbiak? Who did he play for? Yeah, I don't know her. <laughs> Loved it. Better than Lonzo Ball. Oh, oh. 
Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Everyone's shitting on James Wiseman. He had 36 and 2 today to go with, uh, you know, Lonzo and fellow number two pick bust, you know, all that good stuff. Um, LaMelo Ball, though. Sorry, Lonzo, yeah. Lonzo's the number two pick. So James Wiseman. Look at that. 36 and 2. Uh, LaMelo had a triple double, though, today. 25, 11, and 12. Does it hurt doubly when you're like your little brother is just putting up triple doubles and you're hurt? It's got to. Either way, that's LaMelo's seventh for his career, just behind Lonzo with eight. All right, finally, Dickhead of the Week. Dickhead of the Week. Every ref. <laughs> Can we just stop kicking people out? Luca getting fucking kicked. Jason Kidd getting got. Seriously, stop taking the piss, you bunch of fucking dorks. All right, we're back with some Yenars right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. There you go. Watch out. This is yeah, Nas. Like, just heads up. <clears throat> I've now been to the pub. Uh, that was a nice break. <laughs> hey, Jim, how many tins have you had? It's a lot. Settle down. Uh, let's do some yeah, Nas. Brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Go buy some merch, would you please? It makes a great Christmas present. I won't be able to get it to you in time for Christmas, probably. That's not my fault. That's the uh, fault of Australia Post. God bless them all, but still. People. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch. Listen to the man. NBAstraight.com slash shop by hoodie buy t shirts. If you don't have one, what are you doing? You're taking the piss at this point. Come on. How long have you been listening to me for? And you've not bought a fucking t shirt. Jesus. <laughs> right, so yeah, nah, number one. Did Chicago just rip off two wins because I shit on them just the other day? Yeah, nah, yeah. Um, but this Chicago team, I find absolutely endlessly fascinating because they're shit, and then they can rip off wins like they did today where they pull one out of their ass against the Hawks. And then yesterday's where they beat the Heat, like pretty fucking handily as well, right? That speaks a lot to the Heat, but also really just like how the balls can turn on offensively where you have Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch all clicking. And what do I keep saying about the Bulls? You need two of your fucking role players to do a little something, something, and they got a little something out of Kobe, Kobe White. They got a little bit of something, something out of Goran the Flog Dragic. And they got a little bit out of the Caruso, Caruso. Uh, and they win. That's how it goes. But also, it's pretty handy when the uh, Heat just have nobody. <laughs> That's the other flip side of that one. The Heat are rolling out there without Jimmy Butler, without Big Buddha Larry. And it's like, here, here's Hayden Highsmith and Struess and Victor Oladipo. And you're like, all right, great. Take it away, Bam. And Bam's like, I can't do this by myself, man. <sighs> Tough scenes there for Miami, I'll tell you that much. Hey, uh, Jimmy, are Miami cooked? Eh, not yet. Will they be? Maybe. Uh, but the Bulls, they at least move up to 13 and 18 after those two wins, but 
Jesus, they should still blow it up. Like there's like, you know, all the already the rumors of Discord are there. So just fucking pull the pin. It's not gonna get better, guys. I'm just saying. Merry Christmas, Bulls fans. Vucevic needs a new home. Ah, uh, right. Should we we be worried about Boston? Yeah, nah. Nah. <clears throat> I tried to explain this today. Uh there's a vibe about Boston where look, they're fine. They lose to Indy today. The tough part is, right? They bring back the big man, Time Lord. And it sort of just changes your shit up, right? You've got Al Horford. You're missing uh, Marcus fucking smart kid today. So you're starting Desert White. He goes 0 for 7. So even though Tatum goes for 41, you get your ass beat. And I don't know, Indy hit 18 threes. Like sometimes you're like, yeah, sometimes if you're going to hit 18 threes, we're going to lose. But I'd be starting to get a little bit little bit antsy if I was a Boston fan because the simple fact of like bringing Time Lord back in, you knew there was going to be a dip in the offensive output, but suddenly between Horford, Pritchard, White, Hauser, Grant Williams, like if they sort of all tumble back to earth a little bit, yeah, your world-beating offense takes a big fucking beating, doesn't it? And that's exactly what happened. Uh, should we be worried about Milwaukee, Jim? Yeah, nah, no. They just lost to Cleveland, who are absolutely the fucking best because they are... Cleveland! That's right. Seriously, Cleveland are a fucking just terrifying juggernaut sometimes. When Mitchell's on one, so he has 36 today, he gets the line time and time and time and time and time again. You get Garland going off, you get Allen, you got Mobley. They kind of can throw just so many different looks at you. You just love it. Even with my sweet baby carrots, Levert, just being a bit shit today, didn't matter. I'll tell you what was great, though. Jingling Joe Ingles hitting that three. You little beauty. That was fucking beautiful, wasn't it? Anyway, uh, no, don't worry about Milwaukee. They will incorporate Jingles back into that rotation. Well, into that rotation. He's never played for them before. How good does he look in that fucking jersey, though? Jeez, that's beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. That's all I want for Christmas now is that Jingles Bucks jersey. But... They add sort of that big wing of uh, jingles. If you finally pull off that trade for Crowder, away you go. You're fucking laughing. Don't cry for me, Milwaukee. It is Algonquin for the good land. Uh, Are Cleveland legit? I just spelt that out. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah, nah. Fuck yeah. Uh, I kind of just love the way they can go. Oh, yeah. See these two little guys? Darius Garland and Donnie Mitchell? Yeah, see over there? That's their big brothers. Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. They're going to kick the fuck out of you. And you're like, oh, man, this is not fun. <laughs> like, it's just not fun playing the Cavs. Mobley's too quick and too good and too big. He's like fucking Kevin Durant 2.0. Ah, Kevin Durant. Kevin Garnett 2.0. Go the throw Jared Allen. He does everything that you'd expect from a modern-day center apart from knockdown threes, which is just fill the lane, cause havoc, and I love it. The Cavs are legit because they can just do whatever you need them to do. And at home, they're basically unbeatable. They're 16 and 2. That's fucking psychotic. Like, that is literally psychotic. It's like, you shouldn't win that much. What are you doing? And finally, the last one, uh, Jim. A couple of losses to OKC. Should Portland fans be a bit worried? Yeah, nah. Nah, I just, I worry about that Blazers matchup with the Thunder more than anything. Where you go Dame, Hart, and Simons. Like, the Thunder are kind of just built to guard them, right? Between Shea. 
Dort, Giddy, Williams, both the Williams, in fact. Like, they've just got these long, rangy defender dudes that they can sort of throw at them. So it sort of stymies what the Blazers want to do and want to do properly. And, yeah, the Blazers aren't going to be great defensively. Boom, Thunder win. That's how it goes. So settle down. Don't stress. Uh, unpopular opinion of the day. Press the button. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Oh, God. I don't want to hear dumb fucking stupid rich NBA players go, oh, 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 I didn't want to be here anyway. Maybe I want to get traded. So this is the report about Zach Levine. Zachy Cakes Adam Levine. Levine never chose Chicago. He was traded there, and he had his offer sheet from the Kings matched. He wasn't going to turn down $215 million from the Bulls because no one else had that kind of money to offer. But but he's still getting paid that $250 million, right? Yeah? I mean, he could have taken less to go somewhere else if he wanted to, right? It, he could have. Oh, then shut the fuck up. Jesus. It's not rocket surgery sometimes. Oh, I don't want to be here. Hey, are you getting paid as much as you possibly can? Yeah. Then take a fucking pay cut. Oh, I don't want it. Then shut up. All right, Outback Takehouse. It's Thursday at Outback, and that's right, we've got a Chrissy fucking special for you. That's right. It's stuffed kangaroo stuffed with a koala stuffed with a kidna. That's right. It's a kangawala kidna ducking. <laughs> it's fucking delicious. That's right. We'll just chuck a fucking kookaburra in there in the end as well, just to make it even tastier. Oh, only an Outback. That's right. It's an Outback Christmas. And today's Flame Grill Take is, if you're going to fucking punish the team that tampered, i.e. the New York Knicks, why wouldn't you then reward the team that got fucking tampered with and screwed over? Seriously, give the Mavs the Knicks sec... Not the second round. Give them their fucking first round in 2025. I'll tell you what'll fucking stop tampering. That. Only. At Outback. Seriously, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh, we're going to find the uh, the Knicks. They very clearly tampered. Um... Uh, we'll take away the 2025 second rounder. And the Mavs are like, how the fuck does that help us? They just stole our play up. We didn't have a fucking fair chance. And what do we get? Dicked. Absolutely ridiculous. Seriously, if you want to stop tampering, do that. I'm saying, I'm the fucking vice president of common sense over here, Adam Silver. I'm giving away this advice for free. Give me a fucking job. Jesus. All right, be back with Australian Player Watch right after... Maybe I should get another tin. <laughs> That'll help matters, won't it? Yeah. It'll be after this one. Let's go, Deli. Press the button, Jimmy. Press the button. Oh, the button's not working. Fuck. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. A good workman always blames his tools. <laughs> The button wasn't working. Nah, just missed it, and the iPad kept moving. Uh, right, Australian Player Watch. Let's do it for today. Tell you what, Ben Simmons looked pretty fucking good against this uh, horrible Warriors team today. Absolutely went out there and crushed it. And uh, I do enjoy the dumb fucks uh, 
on the internet. Go, oh, Jimmy just likes giving shit to Ben Simmons for the clicks. I'm like, what clicks are you talking about, you dumb fuck? Uh, <laughs> seriously. I'm making jokes. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah, 10, 4, and 8 today. He looked awesome. He only played 19 minutes. That's how you do it. 10, 4, and 8, 19 minutes. He still had four fouls, though. Uh, five of seven from the floor. Love to see it. Great oop, though, from uh, TJ Warren. Uh, against the Detroit Basketball Pistons the other day, he had four, eight, and eight, though, uh, and another steal. The steals are coming thick and fast for Benny at the moment. You'll love to see that. Over the last two months, so that's November and December, if you're paying attention. Uh, and if you go all the way back through October, averaging 1.3 steals a game. Absolutely love to see that. That's just that fucking work rate. It's crushing it. So he went 2 of 5 against Detroit, but tell you what, a couple of nice games where he doesn't have to overtax himself. Fucking love that. Uh, Patty Mills. So uh, after you had Keith Smith out there going, Patty Mills is a redundant on this Nets team. He is, and I've mentioned this before, like they've given Cam Thomas even his backup uh, garbage time minutes. At least Patty got out there for 13 minutes today. And I'll tell you what, he went fucking off. He went 5 of 5 from the floor, 3 of 3 from downtown for 13 points. Unstoppable. Hashtag free Patty Mills, but also, you're going to hear people go, oh, we need Patty Mills on a better team. <sighs> what we need is Patty Mills and Ben Simmons' ear. That's what we need more than anything. Patty Mills is 34. We know that he's an absolute gun. He's won his rose gold. He's a weapon. We love him to death. He's a breaking case of emergency. You're happy backup for the Nets. He's getting paid a shit ton of money. Patty Mills has already won an NBA championship. Patty Mills doesn't need to prove shit to anybody. And yeah, he could probably help a couple of other teams, but you know what his uh, actual real value and real worth to the Nets is? Keeping Ben Simmons on the fucking straight and narrow and getting his head out of his ass. That's what it is. Simple as that. So, Patty, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Love your guts. 13 points, 3 assists today, 5 of 5 from the floor, 3 of 3 from downtown. You love to see it. Rock em, sock em, block em, jock em. Landale, how good was his 15 and 10 against the Clippers? Love that. We mentioned it the other day. But then, backed it up with 2 and 4 against the Pelicans the other day. And uh, then, copped a concussion. So, he's been out for a few days, which sort of stinks. But, look, hopefully he'll be all right. That was the thing we sort of mentioned the other day about his uh, the news where he was on the injury report and there was no listing. So he's listed day-to-day uh, post-injury. So he was ruled out against the Wizards. He's in the concussion protocol. Hopefully he's all right. Fingers crossed he'll be good. Love you, Jock. Keep it up. Dyson Daniels. Uh, the Pelicans are struggling at the moment. So the Pals dropped that game against the Milwaukee Bucks the other day. He had three points and one assist in the 12 minutes. Uh, one of three from the floor, one and two from downtown. But he's still such a fucking defensive menace. Every time he's out there, got to keep an eye on him. You'll love to show you that. Give him hell. Give him hell, Dyson Daniels. The vacuum. Uh, and, of course, how about Aussie Matty T? Six points today, two steals and an assist. Went three of five from the floor. And had three one and one against the uh, Raptors back on Tuesday in only seven minutes. Matty T, there's a weapon, right, bloody there. Uh, nothing of late for a man. Uh, Jack White still down there in the G League, crushing it. Josh Green has also, likewise, been out with his elbow injury. Hopefully, he's back for Christmas. Good to see him uh, rolling out there on Boxing Day, wouldn't it? Oh, Jimmy, yeah, it'd be pretty fucking good, man. Yeah, it would be. Uh, Delhi. He got out there against the Lakers today. Two minutes, ran around, caused havoc against his old mucker, LeBron James. Love to see that. 
He gave it the old two billion though. Two trillion? Two zero 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 zero. Still love it. Because you know what happened? Fucking Kings won. The direct correlation between the amount the Kings win and the amount of delis they've signed. It's one to one, mate. It's one to one. Uh Josh Giddy. Let's leave it there. Giddy today, 13-6 and bloody six. He was awesome against the Portland Trailblazers. Sat out the last game with a uh, non-COVID illness. Came back, tore it up. Got the uh, game-saving rebound at the end of that one. Crushed it. Love to see it. Shot six of eight from the floor. Didn't take a three in that one, though. Probably uh, just as well. If you're feeling a bit wonky, he was just in amongst the guts of it. God damn, I love him. Yeah, they're crushing it. Uh, but what else? Uh, let's do an Andrew Gay's Graham Umber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence featuring one of my favorites. That's right. It's our man. What do you call him? The Suvlaki King. Uh, let's do it. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Let's clap it up. The Suvlaki King. First player with 75 rebounds and 30 assists over a four-game span since Wes Unseld did it in 1970. The only other players to ever do that, Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, and Maurice Stokes. That is fucking awesome. I don't know about you, but anyone who's like shit-talked the Suvlaki King <clears throat> over the last few years, oh, I just don't know about like the Halliburton trade. It's like, nah. If you're the Kings and you know what you need is like a dominant big man, you can build your team around, like, I don't know, the way you did it with Vladi Divac. Remember that? Late 90s, early 1000s. Oh, yeah, Jimmy, that was great. Yeah. And they're doing it again. I fucking love it. Fight the laser! So good. Uh, bit of a holiday cheer. Let's. Uh, we had Patty out there. That was a great holiday miracle. Oh, yeah, we should. Uh, we can now throw jingles in the Aussie fucking player watch. Jesus. Jimmy, what are you doing? You forgot the jingling one. I did. Better go back and do that. He hit that three today. It was awesome. Got out there for some run in the uh, game prior. And uh, didn't hit the score sheet. He went 0-4. You know, that's just him getting his eye in. All of which were from downtown. Had two assists and a rebound. Then backed it up with three points, one rebound in 16 minutes against the Cavs. Look, Jingling Joe Ingles. It's about time. Look, they finally lost a game, but it's okay. Right, Penny Mills Game to a Bowler Game Day Twitter check-in for Christmas. Patty with the classically, classically amazing, uh, fuck you, wildly inspirational one. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And he's just out there going sick with some photos. I love that. But also, one of my favorites, Cam Bairstow. Great catching up with Brock Modem in Japan. Picture of uh, Cam Air Bairstow, a.k.a. Cam Airstow, in Japan. Looks like he's having a great time, aren't you, Cam? Love that. But also, Patty, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Put that on a fucking poster, and I'll run through a wall that it's on. Right. Are you ready? Should we do some game previews? Let's go in, Averton Bane. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. You're excited for Christmas? I'm not excited for the amount of travel I've got to do. Hey, Jim, do you want to drive up to Ballarat? I mean, sure. Do you want to go home to Melbourne? Mm, I guess. Do you want to drive back to Ballarat? Oh, fuck, really? And then we're going to Lawn. So, if you're down in Lawn over the uh, holiday break, come say good day. 
<laughs> I'll be the, the dude on the beach with the beard trying to keep an eye on the squids and uh, also working. So party time. Um, let's do it, though. Over the last three days, we went 15 of 23 on the picks. Bloody good. Uh, I did change a couple of those, so just a heads up. Yesterday's picks went four of one, uh, four of five. Went four of seven on Tuesday, and we went seven of eleven today, head to head. So not bloody bad. Uh, Wednesday, though, you might notice, yeah, Jimmy, you didn't really go four or five. Yeah, if you read the column, pick Washington, picked Denver, as well as New York to smash Golden State and Chicago to beat Miami. So nailed it. Um, it leaves us for the season at a fucking patently ridiculous two hundred and ninety nine correct of four hundred and fifty eight picks. That's fucking crazy. I really hope you're making some money off this because I know I'm doing all right. Uh, let's do it. Friday, tomorrow, two games. They're pretty shit. Spurs, eight and a half underdogs against the Pelicans. I'm taking the Spurs because the Pelicans are all banged up. No Zion on this. Uh, Pelicans are going to be good. They'll probably win it. But the Spurs are feisty at the moment. Kelton Johnson's questionable, but I think the eight and a half, just a couple too many points for me. I'll take the Spurs plus eight and a half for a shitty cover. And the Jazz host the Wizards. Uh... Zingas was actually also questionable for this one too. I'm going to take the Jazz minus six and a half at home. I think it's a big bounce back win for them. Uh, Jordan Jeremy Clarkson, a bit of Lowry, off they go. Saturday, the big slate. This is the pre-Christmas massive slate before we get into Boxing Day. San Antonio at Orlando, I'm taking the Magic. They've been awesome. San Antonio will be on a back-to-back, obviously. Magical smash them. Paolo Banquero is unreal. Clippers, they go to the Sixers. I'm going to take the Sixers there. It should be a fun battle. If you're looking at the, the line for that on Saturday, I might go the Clippers because the Sixers, look, at home, covering, not too bad, but just don't know about that one. Uh, Detroit and Atlanta. I'm taking the Hawks at home against the Pistons. Head-to-head, no problems there. Minnesota at Boston. I'll take the Celtics. Minnesota, I just can't trust them. Boston, big bounce-back spot there. Milwaukee, go to Brooklyn. They'll be way too good for the Nets, even if Kyrie comes back. The Bucks just have their number. Toronto, go to Cleveland. Tempt to go to the Raptors, but Cleveland is so good at home, it's hard to go against them. So give me the Cavs. Chicago, go to the Knicks. What a great game again this is. Considering they've played about 20 times in the last two weeks. I'll take the Knicks again. Indy, go to Miami. Indy just too good at the moment. I'm going to have to go to the paces. Uh, Dallas go to Houston. Oh, definitely feels like a game Dallas will drop, but Mavericks should be too good. Pelicans go to OKC. Oof. Pelicans on a back-to-back. you got to go OKC, don't you? Head-to-head. I mean, OKC don't want to win that one, but it's New Orleans on a back-to-back. Probably no Zion again. Yeah. Denver host Portland. You know that Yusuf Nurkicil all years. Big balls and you better. Up against the Suv- uh not the Suvlaki gang, against the big Serb. Nikola Jokic, hello. Denver, Portland. I'm going to have to go Denver at home. Should be a great game again, though. Memphis, Phoenix, you little beauty. Love it. Jar versus Booker. Let's go, Jar. I think the Grizz will have uh, the Suns number at home. Jar's out there saying, I'm not afraid of anybody in the West. I love it. Uh, Washington, they go to Sacramento. I'll take the Kings because they've got Dally and the Wizards stink. Uh, Charlotte, go to the Lakers. Lakers, even without AD, should take care of Charlotte. Now, Boxing Day. What an absolute belt of a slate we have. We've got Philly at New York to start off. If you're going to wake up at 4 a.m., 
you should, because this game should be awesome. Philly are one and a half point favorites. I'm going to have to take Philly. I just kind of trust Embiid. That's a 30 and 15 game for Embiid. It's a, well, 30 and 12 at least. 15 assists for Harden. I think New York, I think Julius Randle in the big spotlight delivers a whimpering performance as per usual, under 25 points, under 10 rebounds. Give me Philly. I think they go hard and they smack the Knicks around. But that's a, such a great fucking Christmas Day matchup because you know that Sixers fans and Knicks fans are going to have their fucking Christmas Day ruined in the States just because their team lost. It's such a shit feeling too, but yeah, I like that. Uh, Lakers-Dallas, give me the Mavericks. Seven and a half point favorites in a uh, big blowout game, I think, against LeBron. Uh, Luca 30-10-10. Give me the 30-10-10 triple-double. I think we've got about a 28-9-9 from LeBron in this one. And give me 15-plus. Uh, from Lonnie Walker, but Dallas win it just because there are three-point shots going. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Luca, obviously. I really wish Josh Graham was playing in this one. Hopefully he is, but yeah, that's a tough one. But I'll take Dallas minus seven and a half. Christian Wood should just run rings about his Lakers team. It should be a fun game. Dallas, I reckon, push it out right at the end, and they win by about 12. Milwaukee in Boston. How festive is this fucking matchup? Yes! So much green. I love it. Three and a half point underdogs, the Bucks. I just like the Bucks. I just do. Giroux, Giannis, Jingling Joe Ingles. Give me a Jingling Joe Christmas miracle. Bucks win in Boston. Or at least I'll take the plus three and a half. Boston might win it by a couple. Milwaukee still cover, but I'm taking the points. In terms of actual uh, performances, I like a 38, 12, and 5. From Giannis, I like a 29-6-6 six six from Tatum. And give me Brogdon to have a good one. 16-8 and eight assists. With a couple of made threes for Brogdon against his old team. But I think the uh, Bucks get over the top. Memphis absolutely demolished Golden State. They're three-and-a-half-point uh, favorites on the road in Golden State, where Golden State are awesome. But Golden State, of course, don't have Steph Curry. And I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to fucking demolish them. So the three and a half is easy. Give me Jar. I reckon there's a 45 and five in that one for him. I reckon Clay can get going in this. Over five threes. Take a look at that one. 32 points. What do you reckon? Can Clay get there? And I'll take three plus blocks from Jaron Jackson Jr. Phoenix at Denver. Suns in four. Suns in four. Two and a half point underdogs are the Suns in Denver. I'm going to take. The Suns, I think we get a massive Jokic game, but I think the Suns just have enough to eke this out in a Christmas classic late in the afternoon. You've gotten bored with the cricket. You've turned the basketball back on after Memphis have shit-pumped the Warriors. <laughs> and we see the Suns kill the Nugs just down the stretch. They eke it out. They win. They cover that two-and-a-half-point line. Give me the Suns. I think we get a big Devin Booker game. I think there's at least 28 points in it for him. I think there's a 42-17-10 game from Yoka. And who's going to be the other one who steps up? What do you reckon? I'm going to say 12 rebounds for DeAndre Ayton. 12 assists for Chris Paul. Let's go. Go hard on Phoenix. Tuesday the 27th. I think it's when we'll do our next show. Brooklyn at Cleveland. Cleveland? I'll take the Cavs there at home. They're just too good. Clippers at Detroit. I'll take the Clips. Uh, Minnesota got them. Oh, that's a Luke Kennard revenge game. Reggie Jackson revenge game. Detroit are going to get fucking smoked. Uh, Miami hosts Minnesota. 
Got to go Miami just because Minnesota are a shit show, and it's just how it goes. India, New Orleans, I'll take the Pelicans for a bounce back. I mean, Zion should be back by then, so pals. Utah, go to San Antonio. I'll take the Yaz. They're just too good for the uh, for the Spurs. And finally, Charlotte, go to Portland. If the Blazers drop this, I'd be a little bit more worried. So give me the Blazers. I think they win that one. And there you go. Holy shit, we got there. Big break in the middle there, Jim. That's right. I had to go to the pub, hang out with a mate. Have dinner with the squids. And old mate. It was a festive, festive moment. Uh, right, as mentioned, I think we'll be back on the 27th. Uh, so, first and foremost, thank you for sticking with us through a fucking crazy start to this season. Uh, new baby. New job. I'm kind of everywhere at the moment. Uh, but the good news is this will be back daily probably in January. And so we'll be all over the shop, right in your fucking guts, just causing havoc. <laughs> As only NBA Australia can and will. Love it. <clears throat> now I'm getting all nice and uh, I feel like I'm very NPR now. It's like very bossy, very chill. It's only because I've had like eight beers. So, um, But thanks to everybody. If you're listening, you're loving it, appreciate it. Um, all the messages and shit I get are fucking amazing, so I love your guts. It's been a fucking chaotic last three months. I will be just fucking upfront and brutal about it. It's been fucking gnarly. Barely slept. Uh, the squid is amazing. Love it. Having the other squid on top of that, it's just like, oh shit, chaos. But all the other dad strayers out there get that, so I'm not going to fucking turn on the waterworks or anything, but it's just like, uh, yeah, trying to balance it all out. It's been pretty fucking gnarly, so... Thanks for all the support. Thanks for all the messages. Appreciate it. And I hope everybody has a fucking cracking Chrissy. Hope you get what you want. I hope you get some uh, fucking good presents. Hopefully you get a couple of nice jerseys. Send them my way. I'll rate them. I love seeing what people get uh, gifted. I've got, I wore a fucking awesome old throwback Sean Kemp jersey today on the uh, video for Code Bet. Fun as shit. Send us what you got. And uh, yeah... In the meantime, I'll still be over the Twitter, face the IGs, all the way through. You know that. NFL Australia, check out that with me and Gaz. We'll be back next Tuesday. No stress there. It was a good one this week. Fucking long one, too. You can hear me just fucking rant about the Pats. Jesus. Jimmy gave it both barrels. Uh, Buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie. Still makes a great late Chrissy present. Off you go. Uh, Rate and review. That'll be your present to me. Rate and review the show. Come on, mate. I don't ask for much, do I? I don't ask for anything. Uh, big thanks to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out their new band house stats. They're awesome. Uh, Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers. Thanks to them all the way through the years uh, for all the support they've given us. Support those bands on uh, Bandcamp, Triple Dino, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia sports Australian bands. So should you, especially in the Christmas spirit time. All right, we'll close out with a throwback Cooking with Bainesy, and keep an eye out for the uh, Christmas carols. I think I'll repost that. All right. Love you, Guts Legends. Have a great Christmas. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Love yous. This is NBA Australia saying Merry Christmas and Laidozen. Cooking with Bainesy is filmed in front of a live studio audience. And now it's time for Cooking with Bainesy with your host, Aaron Bangers Bangs!
Oh, yes, yes. G'day. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, g'day, yes. Welcome to Cooking with... Oh, g'day, Cheryl over there. Look at you. Yeah, this is Cooking with Bainesy, and I am your host, Aaron Bangers Bainesy. And uh, in this here episode, look, it's a special time of year, isn't it? So we're going to whip up one of my absolute Aussie Christmas favourites. That's right, folks. It's a bloody roast. Yes, that's right. Love me a bloody Chrissy roast. And it's easy as, mate. I'll tell you, I love a roast. Reckon I'd eat them all the time if I could, not just that once a week and that one time a year I'll treat myself, you know? Anyway, but it's an absolute ripper. Definitely helps keep up this fazook, you know what I'm saying? So, look, it is bloody simple, mate. All you gotta do is go down to your local butcher, ask for Silly or Reg or whatever his name is for a roast. About one and a half kilos of topside should do you. Right, now then pop over to your soupy or greengrocer and load up on some veggies. Yeah, you're going to need some potatoes, some pumpkins, some onions, some carrots, a bit of celery, some garlic, some mixed herbs, maybe a thing of beans or poos, whatever suits your fancy, because you do need a little bit of green on the plate as well. And mint sauce isn't all that you can put on there. So, now, don't be a cow. Get stuck right into this bastard. Preheat your oven to 240. Whip out that roast and just massage it. Massage it with a bit of olive oil, a bit of salt and pepper, Chop up your onions over there, a couple of the carrots, a bulb of the garlic, two sticks of your celery. Just chop them up all nice and rough. Don't worry about bloody, you know, peeling them and shit. Just throw them in the bottom of the tray. Chuck a bunch of red wine, a bit of olive oil over them, and then bang, your bloody roast on top. Bangers. Bang. Right there. Now, simply bung that bastard in your oven, knock it down to 200, let it cook for about an hour and five minutes, and you're laughing. Now, sit back, grab a tin. You've got a couple of minutes here, because then all you want to do is get the rest of your veggies on and uh, get cracking on them. So away we go. Chop up the potatoes, your pumpkins, roast them with a couple of carrots for about 45-odd minutes. Cook your beans and poos, chuck them on the side, get your mint sauce. Look at that. That is beautiful. Oh, skull a bottle of that, I reckon. Then, once it goes, ding, get your bloody roast out. Oh, just look at that. That is amazing. Now... Don't rush. Just like making love to bangers. Don't rush. Let it sit for 15 minutes while we make your bloody gravy. And how do we do that, bangers? Well, mate, you listen to the bloody Paul Kelly song, don't you? Listen to the song and follow the fuck along. Look, you take the bottom of your roast, all the shit that's in the bottom, and then what do you do, Paul Kelly? Just add flour, salt, a little red wine, and don't forget a dollop of tomato sauce for sweetness and that extra tank. And if you're really feeling up for it, Give your loved Angus and to Frank and Dolly. Oh, nice one. All right. And here's a bit of a special extra Aussie Chrissy treat. Because you know what goes great with all that? A couple of fucking prawns on the barbie. That's right. Get a couple of kilos from down your fishmonger. His name's probably Vasily as well. Get a couple of kilos of those buggers. Don't bother peeling them. Just throw them straight on the barbie. Cook them till they're as pink as my bum. And then let them cool. Serve them as an entree. I believe that's French for finger food. Lovely. Now, to sit back, grab another 10, maybe three, maybe four. It's Christmas. Who gives a fuck? And when everyone's ready, before or after prezzies, doesn't matter, mate. Doesn't matter. However you do it, get around the table and get your bloody munch on. And Bob is your bloody uncle. He's probably your racist one as well, aren't you, Bob? Look at you over there, you fucking idiot. Oh, jeez. Yeah, anyway. And that, my friends, is an absolute bloody ripper of a Christmas roast. 
right there. The Aussie Classic doesn't matter if it's fucking 450 degrees outside. You can't go past a Chrissy roast and maybe a few prawns on the barbie. It'll definitely dead set impress the missus and her folks. I'll tell you about that. Don't worry there. <laughs> oh, boy. And there you go. How easy is it? Love it. Get stuck on in and have yourselves a bloody merry bangers Christmas, would ya? Have a great Chrissy. Happy holidays. Merry Chrissy. Solid Ramadan. Cheers to your Tanaka. And we'll see you on the next episode of Cooking with Bonesy.